All right, folks, this is episode three. I'm probably not supposed to say that in case we want to play these out of order, but I just did it. (laughs) So doing podcasts differently. Um, I'm super excited today uh, and so lucky that she is able to join us, Nico Everett. Um, NicoEverett.com, N-I-K-O-E-V-E-R-E-T-T.com. I'm not supposed to put the commercials at the front of the show, but guess what I just <laughs> did? And you saw it and you heard it. So that happened. We'll also put that in the show notes. Um, I know Nico personally because she has helped me through a lot of angsty growth um, on both a personal and professional level. And um, I'm realizing just talking to her in the pre-show that I need to go back and do more work. So this um, episode brought to you by me hiring Nico again for her (laughs) her services. Um, And I'm super excited because she's got a whole, um, you know, as everything, she evolves and she's working with these badass, you know, uh, women and men um, that are in leadership positions. She's evolving her practice to evolve to what the needs are and where she sees the most need. And uh, I'm really excited for her to share that with you today. But first... Besides being my kick-ass um, coach and guru, you probably should know a little bit about Nico Everett. So she's here. I'm going to just talk to her. And if I forget something, she's going to say it. So um, Nico has done quite a bit in her life. Um, she not only works with you know badass, accomplished um, women and men in executive leadership positions, but she's also done a fair share of the leading herself. And um, she's founded her own nonprofit and ran it, um, Girls for Change. Um, for a change um, from her kitchen table, which I love because, you know, I'm all about the kitchen table <laughs> and serve 20,000 girls globally, raising millions in uh, growth capital. Um, and she has also um, done a lot of work um, with both the U.N., um, I hope I'm ca- categorizing that correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a TEDx speaker. Um, and um, I mean, all these amazing things. I want you to read her bio. Um, you've heard her on NPR. Um, she um, was a diplomatic speaker for the U.S. State Department, senior advisor at the Broad Foundation, um, and now works with, and she's worked with clients. I mean, everything from people that work at Amazon and Facebook and J.Crew and all the brands that you know and love, um, but has done both. So the, the for-profit and the non-profit and, and also... I just feel like her focus is really impact. To me, it's like the positive impact that she can make on um, a client, on an industry, on, um, you know, Girls for a Change, a nonprofit endeavor. Um, She's been super impactful in my life, and I'm excited to hear about what she's doing now to impact. And I think, to me, I'm getting a vibe that it's going to help preserve and empower and inspire our current leaders, because we have... um, I think almost an epidemic, it sounds like to me, I, I feel like if I could call myself a leader in my own world, which, you know, I'm, I'm just want to do that. So I'm a leader in my own world. Um, trademark that leader in my own world. And um, not an autocrat, though, just for the record, I'm a very benevolent leader in my own world. Um, I feel like, you know, I suffer a lot of burnout and not knowing where to go next and not knowing how to grow and not knowing how to always use my gifts. And I feel like if we don't help our leaders well first of all we got to empower people to become leaders and so that's an important topic but i think today we can talk about and it may shift because you know how i am i go all over in this thing um we can talk about how to you know if you're a leader and we're all leaders in in certain roles how to preserve our leaders um inspiration energy talents so that they can level up and 
benefit everybody. I mean, whether it's a company, whether it's, you know, something societally for change. Um, and I do believe that when everyone's feeling empowered and leveled up, it just helps everybody. Mm-hmm. So rising tide lifts all boats, mm-hmm. I think is the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, Nico Everett is here. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being Thank here. Yeah. I wish we had a camera because I wore makeup for one time and I'm coming from the Orangewood Foundation luncheon. So I'm like, pretty ready to go. You look good. Thank you. you. And you look amazing. Like head to toe energy. Mm. Loving it. So I'm so excited to be here and be with you. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, what we're going to talk about today because you're kind of the keeper of that. I want to know. And I just trust your judgment on all things. And so like what you're thinking is important to talk about today with our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked now with hundreds of women and men leaders. And as I got clearer and clearer who my ideal client was, it was the leader who was, to your point, having massive impact. Right. So I realized if I'm going to do this coaching thing, I need to work with people who are, you know, one to many, right? So yes. they're having this massive impact. So I'm like, that's who I want to work with. So I started working with them. And then I realized, oh my God, these folks who are having the biggest impact. So they're leading social impact in their companies, right? They're the ones who are looking out and leading some of the biggest social change efforts in our country. They're the ones who are also at the greatest risk of burnout. And they're yeah, coming to sense. me and saying at the same moment, like literally in the same breath, I want to go bigger. I want to play a bigger game. I want to level up. And I'm fucking exhausted. No, you could say, oh, my gosh. That out? I forgot to tell you that on the oh. show, if you drop, if you say fuck, <laughs> you get like a bonus point. I don't okay, know if great. you know that. That's like a whole other so, conversation. Because it's a rewards program. I haven't really worked out the actual <laughs> rewards. Starbucks rewards. Okay, good. But you're going to get points. I'm going to get so many points. So because- I am too. And Murphy knows this. And he told me at the beginning of my podcasting yes. career, which was like two weeks ago he's like you know hey like watch your language or something and I'm like I'll watch it come out of my mouth because that's what happens and I said watch my language oh so I'm watching Murphy's language um and his language has been completely pristine so just for the record okay, Murphy, but this is a no but this is a, we're talking like we always talk we're talking so like we always talk, talk there's shit you know, there's whatever word feels good. It's a lot of, about it's a lot of good. that. It's about feeling good. And then another conversation is no, how we... If you say frickin' or something, Ooh, you're going to be dang, cast out. Dang, darn it. You'll be cast out of the okay, studio. Good, okay, I'm, so, I'm trying to get invited back. Just get so ready drop for that. like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah bitch, do it. Yeah, okay. So I forgot what I was saying, but I know it was... I was oh, an leaders <laughs> having no, major impact working yeah, with them. So yeah, no, totally down. got it. Okay. So same breath. They're saying, I'm trying to level way the fuck up. And I'm like on the edge of tapping out. Right? Yeah, I totally get that. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying like I'm the leader of a company, but I mean, it's like... Well, you actually are I the leader am, of a company. But I mean, you know what I mean, like a corporation. <laughs> right. It is an S-corp, but you know what I mean. Just <laughs> I know what you corp- mean. Yes. Corporate, corporate. Yeah. But I mean, I totally, I, I want to raise my hand at this and just say, yeah. I know, because you came and you said yeah, the same I'm thing. Like, oh right? my gosh. And you yeah. said both, right? You came and you said both. You said right. like, I want to go bigger and I yeah, want to make I'm more like, But I'm exhausted. So I'm so great. tired. Yeah, I'm so like, tired. Can I just right. be on my couch and and level up somehow? Yeah. More pillows? I don't know. Yes. And it's men and it's women. And I work more with women than with men. And I I really started to see, you know, for, for most women, they're also managing a lot of yes. households. And- right. There's just a report that came out that, you know, it's like, 
you know, 1.9 hours more a day and you add that up for the month. And so there's so much going on. Right. And so there are also women who are like, well, maybe I'll just tap out and stay at home. Right. Yeah. Like that would be cool. Right. And I'm all for like stay at home if what you want to do is stay at home. But don't stay at home because you can't figure out a solution to the exhaustion. But what you really want to do is like love your kids and go change the world. Right. And right. you're going to get exhausted at home. Let's not kid ourselves. Anyone that's ever stayed really? home for any length of time so tiring. is like, so knows tiring. that work is easier. So, so let's tiring. figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So in the figuring of it out, when I started to figure it out, you know, I was like, okay, let's make sure that everyone's like really organizing their time well. And, you know, we've got our OKRs or, you know, like, you know what your goals are and you're breaking them down by quarter and by month and by day and you know what the value of your hour is. And that is super important. And I will say a lot of people don't do that. And we do need to do that. And we could go into that also. Yes, it will be a separate podcast because I think it's an important practice. Very boring podcast. So I have to just preface that podcast with it's a little snorry, but very important. We'll have music playing. Maybe Murphy will write an original song while we're doing it. A little dancing in the background. The organizational song. Yeah. Yeah. But it's important, but it's boring. But a lot of I don't know. I think a lot of you, a lot of these women and men leaders are are already pretty good at that. Like it's it's like 80% there. So that's incremental change, right? It was like turning the dial a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, delegate, right? Make sure the systems are in place, all that jazz, right? Yes. Like we talked about all yes. that. Again, incremental change. But I'm looking at these folks who are, again, like at the really like at the edge making massive change and I'm seeing them like holding on by a thread and I'm like dude if I don't do something different for them they like they're going to be out and we're going to lose their potential and at the same moment that that happened I got diagnosed with Lyme's disease which if you don't know what Lyme's disease is which I still sort of don't know what Lyme's disease is it's very confusing to me no one really knows what Lyme's disease is and the name makes it sound cool do you know what I mean it's It's like a horrible name I expect the Kool-Aid guy to come out and be like you've got Lyme you know what I mean like and no it's not about that I'm like I feel very Lyme sounds like an otter pop I got Lyme I'm Lyme honey and he's like oh sorry baby right terrible so but like the basis of Lyme's disease is that you like with no indication that it's coming, basically are completely laid out in bed, like lead in your blood. Like can't get out. Cannot move. I, I got home from a business trip not that long ago, and I was sitting on my bed. It like it like hit me like a ton of bricks. Sitting on my bed, and I'm looking at my suitcase, and I'm thinking, I need to unpack that suitcase, and I cannot move my body to do it. Right. It's like I might as well just be climbing Mount Everest right now. I'm not yes, and I'm like, whoa! Like I'm just trying to yeah, unpack that's, my and that's not you. No, right? Like if anyone who knows me, I like work out seven days a week. Yeah, I'm like, you're ah! so full of energy. I like, want to move all the time. So I got diagnosed with Lyme's disease. The doctor says to me, "So be prepared that like once a month, twice a month, once every three months, really without knowing when you're going to get hit like a ton of bricks. You're going to be in bed and you're not going to be able to move like that experience." That sounds not good until we figure this out and we may never figure it out because some people just never figure it out and so you should probably assume that you're going to work like 50 percent of what you're working now if you're working oh my god i didn't even know this was going on and i was like that's not gonna really work with for me and my like how much i love my work and my life my energy so the same moment that i'm seeing these like world-changing leaders holding on by a thread i'm i'm hearing hey you've got to scale back by 50 the universe is like okay so Let's right. pile What's on the solution and like, here? yeah, you figure it out so you can help other people figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just realized like there's got to be a way to drop our roots, right? So this was the beginning of my thinking about. Let's get into this these, tree metaphor. Yes, this, <laughs> I was mixing metaphors. Badly. I mean, you can mix them if there's you want, no, no, but I'm there's going to be them. a tree because there's no you, tree. I mean, oh, there's no tree. Don't Sorry. think about the tree. No okay, tree. Okay, about so tree. I want you to think about 
Three things. Okay. Um, wings, okay. roots, machete. Oh, wow. <laughs> this sounds like a really weird dream I had. You know what I mean? Like, what? Don't go king. Remember here. that game when um, you're at your like, friend's house? You're younger than me. But like, you're, the mom would bring out a tray with things on it. And like you'd get to look at it at the slumber party. Okay, this is a thing that used to happen before like sandwich bread. So when I was younger... <laughs> They, you'd be at a summer party. The mo- there's a game oh. where you have it's a memory game. So you're okay. the um, the mom or whoever. Typically, a mom, a dad can bring it out, but my dad never would do that. So the <laughs> nanny did. So the nanny brings out the tray with like objects, a pencil, da 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 da. You know, like little things on it. So you have to remember everything. She takes it away really fast. You have to write down as many things as you remember, and then you get a prize, right? For that, so I'm thinking wings, roots, and machete <laughs> on a tray. I hate game already. I don't like that game. The that game sucked, and I felt bad because I didn't have a mom to bring the tray out. So this insult to injury, I was like, <laughs> you know what? This game sucks even more because I don't have a mommy to carry the tray. So I had my weird nanny Francis with like the curly hair and the weird oh, frosted honey. nails. Anyway, different podcast. So sorry. Wings, wings roots, roots, machete. machete. Got yeah. it. It's like okay. Rochambeau. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let me like frame this is the framework I've been thinking about this problem and solution through. So let me just like give you a little bit of context to why these three random symbols. Okay. So maybe we'll start with the roots since that's where we were in the story. So the roots go down to ground you, to anchor you, to give you stabilization. They're your foundation, right? That's pretty simple. Wings are achievement, accomplishment, your capacity to hold, right? Okay. So um, it's not just flying, it's holding. No. So I really think about wings as not as much flying. Of course, it's like we all want to fly. So yeah, like we take flight at times, but our wings are really holding. They're like wingspan. Okay. So if you think about your wingspan kind of going out, like kind of right underneath your arms, and the stronger and the bigger... Uh, they are the more you can hold, more you can achieve, um, the more you can do. This is writing, producing, achieving, bossing, oh, right? Like it. that's wings. Okay. Okay. And then your machete, and we'll talk less about this, but it's um, if you can imagine like reaching back, like I always imagine my machete sort of like I'm like holding it on my back. And you're like, like cool little Laura like, Croft, like Tomb Raider exactly, machete. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're reaching back and you pull your machete out, and your machete is this really precise tool that you use to slay really like on very rare occasions um, and it's very uh, potent and precise but it also can draw blood from you or somebody else okay right so um, so those are that's how I sort of define these three things now we why why and how do we use them and we'll talk about I think we should really focus on the roots because and I'll explain to you why okay so for most of us who are leaders and um, have businesses and want to level up anyone who's listening to this who's like I want to right. I mean can this be like a chapter two thing too where I feel like I, this is resonating for me not just like as a as a leader and it, mm-hmm. of course it's resonating big time there but this is like friends of mine that have been out of the workforce for a bit that want to level up and like where do I start is mm-hmm. that it, does this also apply yes okay I would think it does yes okay definitely okay yes so i'm speaking about it sort of through the you know can keep doing that but i just want my listeners to know that like wherever you are in your life like let's take this lesson because i feel like it can apply across the board yes so everyone wants to have and use all three of these things in their life and most of us have strength more strength in one of them to begin with right yeah so most people who i work with have a lot of strength in their wings already right they're already big capacity holders, big doers, big accomplishers. So that's what I was saying. I don't spend as much time there as I used to, right? But it's important, and and there's a lot we can do there, and there's a lot I do do there with folks. 
but we want to go down into the roots. So when we think about dropping our roots down, it, it actually, and all of these connect to each other, right? Once your roots are dropped down, your ability to keep your, to grow your wings out if they're connected. Oh, it's greater because you're balanced or you're, you're balanced, anchored. You're anchored. Okay. And so if we wanted to mix metaphors Let's and it. go to the tree. Mix it up. Right. When I, when I saw this initially with the leaders, what I was seeing was that they had these massive trunks and branches and they were huge, but their roots were teeny tiny little roots. And when like the winds of overwhelm and exhaustion and change would come their way, like they would start to like, you know, sort of not completely fall over, but like, you know, kind of move over a little bit and they would look crooked. And I was like, oh my God, their roots aren't down deep enough, right? Like we got to put their roots down so they truly feel like you said anchored, yep. right? How do you feel anchored? So that no matter what happens- That's like a really big question. Yeah. How do you drop your anchor? <laughs> yeah. Huge. Okay. So how do we do that? And I should also preface this by saying nobody really likes the rooting part. Everyone it must wants be to. hard because I'm like, I feel overwhelmed just hearing about it. So I'm like, wait a sec. Should we stop the podcast here and go get a drink? Because I'm like, what? Like, what? I'm scratching my head literally. I'm like, bring me a double. Let so me tell you the double roots. is not part of rooting. Okay. It's the anti-rooting. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, All right. Sorry. I got a lot of work to do. Okay. okay so like, where yeah, okay. do we start? So I like to say there's three parts of rooting. Okay. Just to simplify, of course, it's like there's like a thousand little roots under you blah 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 but we're gonna simplify here because we've like 10 minutes left or something so we can talk forever it's great <laughs> i know <laughs> so the first part of rooting is getting quiet Ugh, are you freaking kidding i oh, did oh my god i'm punished are you fucking kidding me <gasps> did you say freaking i did it was weird i don't know why i said it Who i take it back that? i don't know i just feel like something possessed my body and said freaking and went away it's, no it's the feminine cultural condition that's a whole nother podcast oh my don't um so you have to get quiet I'm not good at that yeah okay so getting quiet so here's the deal with getting quiet Uh, I don't even want to be quiet right now I want to keep talking (laughs) just go go ahead I've been practicing so much that I'm like oh my god that felt so good all right so sorry I'll be quiet shut up okay no seriously so getting quiet meditating whatever you want to call it you're literally, and I often do this when I first start meditating, you're literally normally in our lives, we're using like the tiniest little bit of our brain, like the tiniest little bit of our brain, right? We're multitasking all day and we're in this teeny, teeny little tar- part of our brain. And when we get quiet, we're starting to access other parts of our brain. Okay. And that's when the, the thoughts come in. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thoughts actually come in when we're in that teeny part of the brain also. Okay. Right. That's like we're constantly, you know, we're firing thoughts all the time. Actually, it's in the quieting of the thoughts where we start to access other parts of our brain okay. and also other brain waves. So there's all these different kinds of brain waves. And it's not that one is better than the other. It's just that we're normally not accessing no. more than one kind. Right. And so, you know, without having like a scientific show and that's not my expertise, but I've read enough about it because a lot of my clients are resistant to it. But what they want are they want the results. Right. They need new breakthrough innovations in their companies. They need to do things faster. They need to feel clearer. Right. They need to stop the brain fog. And so I needed to go find the research to show them that this is the reason you're doing this. Okay, Right. I mean, on paper. And then you're going to also just feel better. Yeah. Right. You're going to okay. feel calmer. But that's literally happening. Right. So your brain, your your brain, it, you're using new parts of your brain. So those results are right. Like l- literally you have more innovative thoughts. 
because you're in other parts of your brain just by That's a daily meditation. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And it's not just daily meditation. So I do recommend daily meditation, but also like before a meeting, I'll like when I work with teams, now I'm doing a lot of corporate strategy stuff. When I work with teams before we start anything, I'm like innovative moment and we stop two minutes, everyone gets quiet. Right. Because that is how you generate innovation. You can also play music. You can dance. You can move. Like there's lots of ways to access okay. other parts of our brain. But, you know, one thing for sure is like quieting and letting our thoughts settle. Okay. Right. So. So that's one important thing. The, another important part of this. We're not quite off of the meditation and quiet yet because this is the this is the, the biggest, biggest piece. The biggest piece. Right. It's the biggest. Piece. I know it is because I'm not doing it. So mm-hmm. I absolutely know it's the biggest piece or else if I if it were the smallest piece, I'd already have done it. Right. So it's the biggest piece. Right. Okay. Yes, it's the biggest piece. The second part um, is that you connect with something bigger. And this is harder to talk about because it's less understood. Right. I mean, there are hundreds of books about it. So people believe you, you know, there is some science around this too, but people believe you connect with your highest self, you connect with the divine, you connect with God, you know, Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, whoever, whatever, nature. But you are definitely, you can access something beyond our um, human body. Okay. Right? So when you can start to connect to something a little bit beyond, or just even our higher self, right, that isn't so stuck into our day-to-day, yeah. right, some things start to occur. Okay. And and you don't have to do anything. This is just getting quiet, right? Like, can it literally be sitting there? Like, can I sit? You can sit, and you have to be noticing your thoughts okay. and just asking them to be quiet. So it's like in yoga uh-huh. when the instructor says, let the thought go. It comes mm-hmm. in, it goes out. Exactly. You acknowledge it. It leaves. Totally. Okay. And I and and I tried meditating for like so long and not really until I had this like insight was I like, oh, wait a second. Like this is really actually a game changer. Okay. And this isn't about like I'm going to f- just feel better, although I think a lot of people do it because they just want to feel better. Right, because they're Which suffering. Which is a great byproduct. I mean, oh, I'd yeah. like to feel better. People are doing it because they're suffering. Yes. Right? Yep. But it's also, this is also like a leveling up. Yeah. Okay. Right? So people who come and are like, I need to level up. I'm like, well, if you want to level up and not then suffer, right? Like yeah. this is this is one of the secrets to doing okay. that. So right? we're getting quiet. So you're getting quiet. We're connecting and with a higher... You don't have to do that. That okay. just happens by doing oh, it. Oh, just going to happen? That's just going to happen. That's the amazing, That's amazing thing. Like literally okay. you start to realize that you're this little tiny spot in the universe, right? Like you're like, whoa, holy cow. Like this is weird. I'm not like, I'm not my car. I'm not my relationship with you. I'm not like, you just start to have a bigger awareness. Wow. Right. It just, sounds it just dangerous happens. and freeing at the same time. It's incredibly freeing, right? And really, yeah. truly, like when I do it, I sit down and I spend a minute just sort of like, I think about a broom sweeping my mind. I okay. literally picture a broom because I'm like, I'm so busy. No, this is great. So a broom sweeps your mind. Literally. Okay. Like, I'm like, I picture it because my mind is like, woo. I don't like, even know what's in there, really. Oh, girl. I mean, if yours is busy, I feel like mine's just a real freaking chaotic. It's freaking again. It's chaos over here. The world's going to end. I said freaking twice. What is with I said that? it the third time. Am I eliciting that in you, I wonder? I wonder because I. You you're trying really... to be like a good girl with your coach. Am I? Maybe. I don't want to do that. Yeah, don't do that. I'm not doing anymore. Fire. Fuck you, you Nico. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, so and then, brain sweeping. And then I literally, like, <laughs> do you remember when people used to do that, like, um, like they would tickle your head uh, down and give you the chills? I love that. Me too. So I like, sort of picture that happening with my thoughts. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm like 
like tickling the thoughts down, just like slowing them down. And I picture like this, I picture the slowing down of my thoughts, like it's sort of like kind of dripping gently down. I just picture them slowing down because they never really stop. That sounds really nice actually right now. Yeah. So I just okay. do that for a while. And then um, I try to sit there for what I think is 10 minutes. And then I usually do a moment, a, a minute. Um, again, I'm just, I don't use a timer. Um, of gratitude. Okay. Just like I just I love think, that. what am I grateful for? Yeah. What do I appreciate? And at the very last one minute, um, what do I want to bring into my life? So the manifestation kind yeah. of piece? Yeah. Totally. And like whatever I want, man. Yeah. Right? So like there's okay. no like big spiritual part of that. I'm just like, okay. That new pair of pink shoes is like, yeah, mine. I want it. Yeah. Just whatever. Okay. So, okay. But the second reason that you're doing this, when I talked about uh, connecting to something bigger, is that in that connection when there's like this bigger awareness that you are not just it's not all about you in this like you know super physical body um synchronicities start to happen right like all of a sudden you're sitting next to the person at a luncheon who just happens to want to like invest in your business and you're like what right like you start to see that happen all the time um similarly like that's manifesting right you know you start to like ask for what you want and yes. like, so I, I now have an altar and I put on it, you know, it's just like an, a few pretty things and I put on it some desires I have, you put on it and they start to happen without you're really putting a lot of effort in, right? So this is all the law of attraction, secret yep. stuff, if you read right. about that, right? Yes. That starts to happen without a lot of effort. Okay. And I've seen it happen. It's happened in my life. And I'm like, not super, I mean, I'm like a little woo woo, like in kind of a fun right. way. Yeah. But I'm like kind of, you know, pretty hardcore, like businessy type of person. Yeah. Like work hard. Yeah. Like it's not I'm just, a, I'm yeah. like a hustler. It's not just coming at you. Super hustler. Yeah. And that, that stuff has happened. Actually, three months ago, I got really serious, like about my altar in this part of my practice. And I told my coach I wanted to uh, double my income and three months ago. And I'm $1,000 away from that what? happening. It's a little shocking, actually. Congratulations. I'm almost a little bit embarrassed to say that, but not because I think it's important for us to talk about Yeah, that. no, it's a result that people need to know about that's exactly. possible with the practice. And she said, she's a huge, like, manifester type person, and she was like, stop figuring it out. And she, in my words, because she wanted to use them, she was like, root down. And I was like, okay, oh, I guess I got to do it. Okay. So, and then the last thing, okay. the last part of this is um, you you start to tap into your intuition, right? Your instinct, I your gut, that. whatever. Okay. Right? But this is important. And I think, you know, we get really disconnected from it when we're so overwhelmed and exhausted. Completely. Right. And you go against it, too, because you second guess it. Like, (laughs) when you're exhausted, you're just like, because when you're so tired, you, like, see things. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's that way with my intuition. It's like, I know I have a really good gut. But then I'm like, but. And I'm like, every time it comes back to bite me. Totally. Yes. Totally. You're like, I thought that was, I thought that was my first intuition. But, God, is that really a good idea? So you're tapping into your intuition when you're getting quiet yeah well like you're so literally you're rooting down and you're getting reconnected okay. right we are of the earth right yeah. like we were made from from earth and you know from human and so we're like we're literally you know think about reconnecting to nature right that's where we if we spend a whole bunch of time out in nature right right we would suddenly be like way more connected to how we feel all the time. Yeah. Right. So we're bringing that back to our work. We're all of a sudden we're like, you know what? I kind of know the right decision there. Right. Okay. Which makes it way easier in our wing area to make decisions. Right. Like all of a sudden all that hemming and hawing and, you know, running a rubric about what the right decision is. Like, yeah. Fuck that. Now we're like, you know what? I know what to do there. Like moving forward. Thank you very much. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff that we're doing here. This clears the overwhelm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So getting rooted helps to clear the overwhelm because you're clearer. Yes. 
and um yes you're you feel clearer and i think you start to know so the last two pieces of this you start to know more what you need and where your stop point is right so you just stop allowing things that don't serve you anymore okay right so the last two parts of getting rooted are pretty simple i say like one is you stop letting like shit into your area and you start putting love into your area so it's like a boundary yeah some of it yes so like and i think of shit as i mean maybe you could say toxins right like no just say shit say shit right because it's and and i don't think they're shitty people but there's people who act shitty just yeah negative shitty energy right so shitty energy shitty food you know like too much alcohol, too yep. much caffeine, too much social media, too much shopping. Well, there's never too much shopping. I'm like, wait a second. Let's just <laughs> back it up, Nico, be careful where you place the boundary, okay? Because <laughs> I don't really know. Actually, I'm cool with you shutting down my shopping, but my booze. I'm like, I don't really know how I'm feeling about this, Nico. <laughs> it's good to see where your boundaries I'm like, really wait go. Because like, I want like... my beer. And then I'm like, you can have my Lululemon. Like, I'll wear the old, you know? But don't take away my booze. I'm like, just, I. I think I need my vodka. I love Sorry. you. Take my Lulus. Leave yeah, me my I mean, booze. don't take my Lulus. I just want to keep the current Lulus. <laughs> I won't add to my Lulus, but you cannot take my vodka tonic. You know what I mean? Like, let's be real. Yes. Okay, but okay. I, I get what you're saying though. Like, right. I'm okay. not gonna. I won't need to numb myself out with a bunch of booze if I'm doing the right things. I'm feeling rooted and feeling connected. Mm-hmm. Then I won't need the booze to medicate the overwhelm, mm-hmm. which is making me less clear. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So okay. don't put the bad shit in and, yes. uh, you know, put the good stuff in. Right. So like, you know, how do you, how do you pour love into yourself? Right. Right. I don't know. How do you pour love That's into yourself? Big, well, it's so interesting because I think that I'm not good at loving myself. So mm. um, that to me is really hard. I think that um, I think it's by spending time with people like this is a, actually I'm getting a moment of clarity. Thank you. Mm. Um, Where, you know, like this podcast is a way for me to love myself because I, you know, get to, it's a creative outlet. It's Mm. time for me. And Mm. I get to just sit across from like really interesting, cool people whose energy I really love Mm. and spend like an hour, sometimes more of my day, just like getting fed. So (sighs) that's a good, this is a good example. So I'm learning other ways, but this is a really good example of how I'm doing that. Creativity. Finding your creative outlets. Completely. Yeah, I love that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So doing that, that's so part important. of this rooted practice. Yes. Is loving yourself. Loving yourself. How do you, and like really identifying how do I love myself, right? Like putting myself to sleep, you know, treating myself yeah. like a child, yes. right? How would I love my child? Right. How you would you know? talk to your child? How would you talk yeah. to your friend? How would you talk to, you know what I mean? This is what I, I have. I'm, I'm showing Carrie on my phone. I have this Aww. is my two-year-old self. Right, I have my two-year-old so self sweet. as my screensaver so on my phone. Awesome! Right, do it because oh I look gosh, at I'm gonna her do that. and I say, "How do I love her?" Right? How will I love her? Okay, would I, I love that. I, would, like, would I keep her up until midnight? No. Oh, of course not. And you wouldn't let her talk shit to herself about herself. Hell no! Right? Wouldn't let her hang around bad people. No. Right? Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't overwork wouldn't feed her. her. Junk. Wouldn't feed her junk. <laughs> Give her the booze. I mean, you're like, hey, baby. <laughs> Maybe the booze. I'm like, you're all, you know. Um, I love that. That's actually, so I'm going to put it like my young, my baby self baby on my self. screensaver. So you can love her, right? So okay. love her. So that's I love it. that. So you, so you get quiet, you stop putting the bad shit in, and you love your little girl, your little boy. Yep. 
right? And that's how, I mean, that's the beginning, right? This yeah. is, that's the podcast version of dropping your roots down, okay. right? And, I, and I'll say, like, you talked about boundaries for a second. Yeah. And I think this is less about the boundaries, but you have to pull your machete out sometimes. We'll talk okay. about machete just for one sec in order to put your roots down sometimes, right? And the machete is this, it, I mean, it, you pull it out sometimes to make like these very exacting, quick, um, bold changes. Can right? you give me like an example? So an of, example yeah. would be like you have to start saying no to things, right? You've got to, or you've got to whack things out of your life, yeah. right? Where you're like, I don't, I can't root because there's no damn time to root, right? Right? And I'm like, pull your machete out. What can you whack out? Whack yeah. it out right now. And it does, it does leave blood sometimes, yeah. right? Because it means someone's going to be upset about that. Yeah. Right. That's going to leave someone bleeding. Someone doesn't get your time. Someone doesn't get your, you know, whatever, because there's not there's not an infinite amount of you. Right. But that's a boundary setting. Okay. Right. Sometimes you use your machete to just get shit done. Like sometimes you're just like, you know what? Like, I just got to get in like through the weeds. Literally. Okay. Right. But I just like to have this tool behind me where I'm like every now and again, you know, the, the one thing about machetes is that right, like every blade cuts two ways. And sometimes we can use machetes against ourselves, right? And we can like cut against us, okay? right? We can be exacting with ourselves. Like I used to say I, I would like self-flog, right? With my right. thoughts, right? Yes. So we just have to be very careful about how we um, use it. Yeah. How we and use it. it's a discipline. And I think it, yes. it's, I think it sounds weird to use a machete in a loving way. I'm not getting into some weird fetish thing here. <laughs> Okay, for the record. Um, but I feel like, you know, like you're saying, it's 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 thoughtful, it's exacting, and it's it's for the greater your greater good. Yeah. If I'm getting it yes, right. Totally, hundred yeah. percent. Um, and so that has to be used like in a way that like loves yourself. It's like standing up for yourself. Like yes. you said, like selective slaying, you know, like Beyonce doesn't isn't really that selective about her slaying. I think she just slays. <laughs> right. She gets up and slays, you know, but for the rest of us, yes. um, selective slaying, yeah. I think with that yeah. machete. It's where you slay friends sometimes. Like yeah, it's not, hard. they don't need to be in your life anymore. I know the older I get, the more I kind of go, Oh, I so get that. Like yeah. it's just a time suck. And also just like you said, it's just like, it just feels shitty. Yes. With some people. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. And I think, I don't know, like I used to think everything, I had to be really self-responsible about things. I had to be, you know, kind and gentle and thoughtful about everything. And I'm like, dude, that's like an adult child of an alcoholic bullshit. Right. I'm like, sure. At times I'm like that. But I also think learn from my male counterparts. And every now and again, I'm just like, no. Yeah. No. No. Like, no, no, thank you. Goodbye. Like, unequivocal. Yeah. Like, no. No. And yeah. that's why I like to have that tool, because I'm just like, I'm done. Right. Goodbye. Well, I think that's like being a parent, a good parent of a child. Mm. Sometimes you're like, the kid's going yes. through the why phase. Why, mommy? You're like, sometimes you're like, because. Yeah. You know? And it may it's usually for good reason. It's like, they don't need to know the backstory. Yeah. You don't want to burden them with some information they're not old enough to hear. So it's yep. like, no. Yeah. Just no. Totally. You're not doing that. That's so right. So, um, okay, so we've learned about the burnout piece, the overwhelm piece, and the rooted, getting rooted kind of as one of the key things to do mm-hmm. um, to avoid mm-hmm. overwhelm or to banish it, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you tell me about some results that either you've seen from mm-hmm. using this paradigm or this model mm-hmm. or that your clients, you're seeing in your clients? Yeah. Even just like beginner you know like the beginner stuff like what you're starting to see even sounds good yeah 
Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, so it's a total retraining for a lot of people. And so like, um, like training for a marathon, it's like building muscle slowly, right? And so I like to either do it with my clients and myself as like, we're slowly training or as an experiment. Like, let's just experiment. Give me your, like, give me a month and let's just try this and see what happens. Um, and what I, what I'm seeing is like a lot of perspective, right? So like a lot of the clients are like, whoa, like I cannot believe like what I was willing to put up with. I'm taking a deep breath because I feel like, <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Just because like when you say this, I'm like, that like resonates with me. I'm like, I bet you I'm going to feel that way when I start this practice. Mm. Like what I've been, how I've been living. Yeah. And the not okay stuff. Yeah. So you're seeing it's, that with clients. It's hard though, right? Because you see it. So like one of the things we do is when do you open and when do you close business, right? Mm. You and I talked about that. But adding in some of these practices so that you can root down when the opening and close of business starts to um, wobble, right? When you're like, okay, I open business at nine and I close at six, right? And you're like, that sounds like a good idea and s- until it's not a good idea, right. right? And it starts to wobble and you're like, wait a second, like I have these practices that I do and I can't do them if I have a client at seven o'clock, like it's not going to work, right? Yeah. And like the practice starts to wobble and you're like, wait, what am I going to do? So, you know, there's some... You start to see, you start to see, wow, like I can't believe how quickly I gave, here, here this is really important. Yeah. So one thing I ask the clients to do is make a promise to themselves about it. And it's it's easy for anyone who's ever been religious okay. or been in church, which I haven't, but because we are asked to make promises to God, yes, right? And there's a lot of promise in the Bible and right, there's, there's sins and there's... But so infrequently do we make promises to ourselves that we are willing to keep like the promises we make to these, you know, these higher. Right. And I and I think what more important promises there are than to make to yourself who you have to face every day in the mirror. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're, just, you're living this you. It's like that's who it's you and you. It's everything. Right? I would say it's the church of you and you. Right. Right. And so like the first thing we have to do is make some promises that you are unwilling to break. Because that's just what it comes down to. I break promises to myself all the fucking time. Daily, Daily. minute by minute. Daily, right? And that ends up being like the inquiry that we get into, really. is okay. like, what? what is it that makes it so easy to break that promise? When I know you, you don't break promises to anybody no. else. No, I mean, I, like you said, it's like the adult child of an alcoholic. It's like, I'll just take care of everyone else but mm-hmm. but me, you yeah. know? We need to get your therapist back in here for that I conversation. Know, where's she? <laughs> We have to have a trio. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. 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 And there's something as simple as noticing that we make a promise to ourselves and deciding that we're going to keep it. Okay. Right? Like, and saying it to somebody else. So having an accountability buddy about it. Yes. And then just being able to tell them, wow, I'm breaking promises to myself every day. Like, what is up with that? That's not okay. I don't want to live that life. Uh Uh-uh. Like, right? I don't want to live that life. No. Right. So just that that is what happens okay. for a lot of people in the beginning is they realize, okay. oh, yeah, OK, great. Let's do this rooted thing. Let's like redo my life. I'm going to open and close. I'm open and close. Exactly. And I'm then, Shonda Rhimes. My email says I'm done with work at seven <laughs> and I don't answer on email, you know, weekends. Yeah, I'm like, right. Shonda, yes. Yeah. Yes, girl. That I'm like, I'm never doing that. Right. <laughs> but now I'm thinking, it. you know what? I'm like scared to do it, but maybe I'm going to do it. But then Shonda emails you and you're like, yeah, what? Okay, what do you do? Yeah, need? but what? what yeah, we're what? doing I'm a right deal? Here. We're a development mm-hmm. deal? Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So then when everything starts to really shake, 
right? Can you can you root oh, down deeper and say like, mm, I'm okay, I'm okay. Like, because what do you need more than your relationship with yourself and feeling grounded? At the end of the I mean, day, not much else. We think we do. Like you said, all the other things that we think define us that don't. Yeah, right. But before we close on this topic, the yeah. wings thing. I mean, and we'll have to have mm-hmm. you back. But like the wingspan piece. I think is super interesting. Um, I guess like, you know, there's a lot of things that I like can hold. And I think, um, Mm. you know, I think part of the work with you has been and is for other clients, I'm sure, is like the stuff you said is the more like where the rubber hits the road stuff of like delegating and Mm. the quarterly goals and stuff like that. But I mean, you want your wingspan to be able to encompass and hold everything you want to be doing. But I mean, I think we got to be careful too, because like, Sometimes our wingspan can be like, can hold so much, but do we want it mm. to hold so much? Yeah. Or like, maybe we just need to make sure that what's in there is is what we really want. Because sometimes mm. I'm like, there's so many things I want to do. I just came from this Orangewood, you know, foundation luncheon. I'm like, I got to volunteer there as a mentor. Yeah. I'm like, well, how many mentorships am I going to be doing that next year? Three, four, you know, and then and they're all, it's all worthwhile. But maybe if I get quiet, yeah, the answers will come. Yeah. I think a lot of them do come there and you um, start to get clear on what your purpose is in this season, right? So I think now that we live long lives, yeah. not on wood, we have a lot of seasons to our lives. doesn't all have to happen right now. Right. But knowing like what's the purpose, what's the impact I'm trying to achieve now? And that does go to like, you know, each year looking to say like this year, this is what my goal is, right? On a financial level, on an impact level, on a family level, on a health level, right? Like this is my goal for the year. And then making sure that things kind of line up behind that for that year. So, you know, if if that work aligned with your impact right. this year. Then yes. Awesome. And if not, you're like, great, I'm gonna put that in the folder for next year and take another look. Okay. Right? But that feels good. Yeah. Anything else we should say before we yeah. I guess I don't know what Murphy does, but someone will, there's sometimes the podcast ends and like some things get probably get turned off. I don't really know how it all works, but <laughs> it might have already ended. Is like there a switch? I don't, know. We don't like, really I don't know. I can't even tell because we don't have one of those on air things, you know, <laughs> like in the 50s on the air. Um, but anything else? I don't know. I know I don't have to have you back for more talk, but anything yeah, like yeah. parting. Next time we'll talk about our energy and how we manage our energy. I think that's like the wing work we didn't talk about. Okay. That, that's important, um, important conversation. But I, I really, um, you asked about results. And I think um, the leaders who I work with who have gone on to create the greatest results and result for me, biggest result for me is the combination of um, power, financial and impact, positive impact on our culture and society, right? Freedom for humans, mostly. Um, So the, the leaders I've seen have gone on to really do that sustainably and say they have less experience of overwhelm and exhaustion not none of course yeah but less um they stayed committed they really they they brought in some of these practices into their life and they told everyone they were doing it right they told their teams. that's really powerful i think yeah they taught their teams they told their partners their families 
And so they're on the hook, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And um, and now it's just part of who they are. And and it's pretty beautiful to watch, right? So And that's who I want as the leaders of our communities and mm-hmm. our companies yep. and our social change organizations, right? Like who better to lead our world right now than yes, those folks? Yes, we so. need really, really mindful, amazing leaders that are in it for the long haul and don't get, I mean, they could get tired, but I don't want them to get too overwhelmed and opt out. Yeah. And lead our families, right? Yes. So if you're leading a family, like, yeah. I want you to be doing that. Yes. If you're leading a classroom, yeah. right? Like that's who we need to be leading every unit. Exactly. Right? In our That makes so much sense. Yes. Yeah, like we need you to have those deep roots and to show those around you that that's how you are doing what you do so well. So that inspires people to consider throwing their roots down. And there's plenty. I mean, even though there's always land scarcity issues here at Orange County, <laughs> I'm going to say that like these roots can go anywhere. They can go anywhere. Right? Maybe. They can go straight into concrete. They can go Ooh. into your wood floor. They can just no they follow you needed. around. Yeah. So no um Oh, I'm so inspired by this. I'm ready to lay down roots. And it's Dude, so girl. it's so interesting as you do this podcast and talk to a bunch of interesting, you know, brilliant yeah. giving people, um, the themes come up about, you know, uh, mindfulness and mm-hmm. taking the time to like, you know, um, get quiet. Yeah. And um, huh. I'm thinking, you know, yeah, it's it's the universe is, you know, definitely got something to say. So. And so do we. So thank you, Nico. Yeah, my pleasure. What a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you bet. Thanks.